Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. That's right, we're back in a slightly echoey room today. Because we're not at my place. We usually record at my place down in Scum, I mean Sunbury. Uh, we're not there at the moment. Where are we, Zach? We're at my place. My flat, my house, my rules. First number one rule. Uh-oh. Let's record a rad podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Bam. Number one rule. That's it's number pretty, one rule? It's a pretty, like, uh, very specific rule. It's the same it rule as my pl- place. <laughs> doesn't doesn't apply well to most other people that come no. here, but hey. It works. You try to record a podcast with everyone who comes yeah, to visit. Yeah, every, every single one. Yeah. It doesn't go as well with a lot of people. One of your housemates brings a partner over. Radical podcast! <laughs> yeah, no, they uh, they don't like it when I do that. They don't like it, no. Anyway. Uh, what's rule number two? Uh, rule number two is uh, uh, always put the seat down on the toilet after you're done oh, with it. Oh, no, I forgot to you do know. that one. I used the time before. Get out. <laughs> Yeah. So this podcast is mm. uh, for the entirety of 2019. We are watching films from the year. Yeah, nine- the entirety of uh, 2019. Look, we'll get to that in a uh-huh. sec. Uh, we're watching films from 1994 in the order they came out in. This film came out, I think it was like the first week of April. Yep. And we're recording uh, at some point in April. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. here's the so way... Yeah. yeah, we're a little behind on the podcast. Unfortunately, life does get in the way of yes. uh, certain um, things. But... I had Comedy Festival. We were all ready to do it. We recorded, yep. and it crashed, and it threw our thing off. Yep. And uh, then other unexpected events happened, and uh, it slightly like delayed it. Like work. Yeah. So what's bad. happening this week is we're recording three episodes back-to-back. Yeah, bam. And pretty much releasing them back-to-back. Yeah, so good luck, everyone. We'll see how well we are at the end. Uh, I do also want to shout-out Ian Bodkin, who reviewed Mm -hmm. the podcast on the American iTunes. Gave us a very lovely review. I don't have it written in front of me, but it was really nice. It was like, I look forward to the podcast every week. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, We apologise, it's something every week. But from next Friday onwards, every week for the rest of the year. Every week, guaranteed. Definite gonna happen. Mm. No complications whatsoever. Woo! So I chose the film this week. It's called The House of the Spirits. Yep. There were two other options. Yep. One of them was called Threesome. Maybe would have been just as friendly as this one. Look, this is probably the most explicit film we've done so far. Yeah, um, but threesome sounds bad, so I'm glad. Yeah, no, it. threesome. <laughs> yeah. Oof. The other option was Holy Matrimony, which is a film directed by the guy who played Spock in the original series. Huh. Uh, it's about this thief who, like, the thief's partner dies, and so her plan to get a large amount of money is to just marry this rich kid. Right. Yeah. Kid. 14 year old oh, kid boy. it's basically um, it's basically uh, a series of unfortunate events right yeah but just a little bit more creepy yeah yeah but creepy with marrying children yeah, yeah. I get it yeah um, oh well I'm gonna save it yeah. for if we ever need to do a film like yeah, that yeah 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 no just keep that one in the vaults it's weird because all of these three films are sort of weird old films that are a bit creepy in places yeah so, yeah. yeah it's interesting Oh, well. Uh, but let's get into this film. So let's just jump into it. not this again. It's becoming our tagline, but we didn't come up with it. So yeah, no, I feel we like can it steal could, our taglines. Probably copy strike us. Anyway, uh, so this film is based off a novel. Ah, of the same name. Yes. Uh, the novel is written by Isabel Allende. I was going to say, there's a lot of plot points that don't go anywhere, which yeah. probably go somewhere in the books. Yes. Uh, a lot of the criticisms towards this film are that it just kind of misses the point of the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fair. Uh, but, you know. Um, the book, though, very popular. Won uh, Novel of the Year in Chile when it was released in 82. Mm. And it's also been used as a part of the high school curricula all around the world. Oh, damn. As a part of, like, writing and stuff. There like you that. go. So really That's cool. cool. 
Um, yeah, it was released April 8th in uh, 94. It's directed by this Danish guy called Billy August. He's popular for doing a couple of episodes of Young Indiana Jones. Nice. Have you seen Young Indiana Jones? Nope. Is it good? A lot of people don't like it. That's fair. Because it's educational. Oh, no. But it's pretty good. Okay. All <laughs> I, right. I quite right. like it. I, think I, I won't judge it till yeah. I see it. Um, it. Doesn't sound too bad. The first season, when he's very young, yeah, not great. The second and third seasons, when he's like at war and stuff. Oh, damn. Pretty that good. good. Pretty sounds, good. That sounds pretty good. But it's also trying to teach you stuff. Yeah. Just like, a, I don't want to learn things. I just no. want to turn off my brain and die. I don't think I've ever felt brain dead while watching something before. Except for the latest bloody season of Star Trek Discovery. Am I right? No, it's alright. I like it. It's a good season. It's a mess, but it's alright. I need to jump jump back into it. You need to jump back into it. Just jump back into it. Because I I, I enjoyed uh, most of the first season. I I like the first first season. The second season's alright. The problem is it's like a video game. There's an end point. But yeah. every episode is just like distractions on the way to get into yeah, that endpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that's like, the thing. this is getting annoying. But anyway, uh, it's not bad. Let's actually talk about the movie. Yeah, so the cast. Um, I'm going to slightly spoil who the characters are in yep. this. Go for just it. Just so that you can follow along and know who plays who, because it's a Please massive do. cast. So, you got Meryl Streep. Yeah. She plays Clara. Mm. Uh, she is the mum of the character narrating Psychic the film. Mom. Psychic mum. She's got supernatural powers. Picture her as a Jean Grey, except they made a somewhat watchable film about her. Oh, am I oh, right? Except this is probably about the same. It's probably about except, the same as Last Stand. Also, she's not all powerful. She's it's just true. Because like, the problem with characters that are all powerful is that they're all powerful. True. It's hard to make it's a true. good, compelling story about that. Uh, anyway. The male lead is Jeremy Irons. Look, he's not the oh. nicest dude. Uh, not in this film. Bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a bad person. Yeah. This, like, whole film. There's, like, a point where the lady's like, uh, oh, he, he's not... He doesn't do anything out of malice. He's actually mm. not. He's just a hard worker that's, <laughs> that's run out of work or stuff to do. So he f- he's a fighter, that's it. Yeah. He's a fighter who just keeps on fighting. Yeah. Um, but he's just not a nice person. He's not a nice dude. Uh, you got Glenn Close. She plays Eremy Iron's sister. She's sort of important for a little bit of the film. Mm. Uh, Winona Ryder, uh, of course, Stranger Things most recently. Very great yeah, yeah, actress yeah. who's making a comeback, which is cool to see. She plays the child of Mary Meryl Streep and good. Jeremy Irons. She's pretty good. She's also in a relationship with Antonio Banderas. Yes. Love that actor boy. Mm. Antonio, my boy. Yeah. I love him in literally everything he's He's good done, in everything. Especially Puss in Boots. Love him. Um, the best role he's ever played. The best role. The film called Puss in Boots. Oh, no. That's complete garbage. <laughs> I, have se- I have watched and seen that. Actual trash. It is pretty bad. It is a dumb uh, But anyway, they are the main actors. It's a very impressive cast. Mm. Uh, it's got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. His best role was Spy Kids too. It's the greatest movie of all Spy time. Spy Kids 2 is so underrated. Yeah, no. What were they thinking? Yeah. Now we've got to do a special <laughs> episode where we watch through all three, five all, of the Spider Kids. Yeah. Except, oh, I don't want to watch the the last one because it was so 3D? bad. 3D? Or the more recent one where the, it's the not actually... The most recent one. Oh, yeah, no. No, 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 no. It's so bad. I anyway. saw 20 minutes of it and went, Yikes. nope. Uh, yeah, uh, I saw all of it, Why? and I regretted every second Ugh, of it. Sounds anyway, awful. doesn't um, just sound awful. It is awful. It, it watches awful. <laughs> it plays awful. It is um, awful. Yeah, so thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Most people were like, "It's not a bad film, but it misses the point of like yeah. the supernatural stuff and that sort of thing." It just sort yeah, of yeah. I do feel like it, it misses the point on a lot of things. But like thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, not bad. Some people enjoyed it. I would even say I enjoyed it. What did you think? Like, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I I enjoyed it, but I felt like it's an old movie, and you can feel that. But it doesn't have the... like the charm of old films. No. It just feels old, and that's that's what I felt about it. Uh, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as I could have. I was yeah. just like at the time, I was like, I'm not really jiving with this film. Yeah, I don't that's like fair. anyone <laughs> in this film. I like the spirit lady. She's all right. Yeah. The rest I just feel so, so, sorry for. 
I don't know. It just didn't um, jive with me. Anyway. It didn't jive with most of the US market. Woof. Cost 40 million. What do you think it made? 15. Not lower. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. Seven. Oh, you're so close. Eight? A little lower? Six. Six million. Really? Wow. I got uh, close with seven. Wow, yeah, you good. got real, you got real close. Six million. Uh, that's um, not even a quarter. That's a big bomb. <laughs> it's, a, it's a massive. That's bomb. a giant bomb. All right, let's go through the film. So it starts off with uh, a nice country scene, Ooh. the house in the hills. Nice. Uh, we have a old man being oh. helped by, uh, as we find out, his daughter. Yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> what is? We don't need sound effects. We can imagine it, Sandro. Um, uh, and they're helping him inside, mm. and they're opening the curtains. Uh, and that's the door. What are these curtains? They go, and they could be wooden curtains, I guess, but they're not. They are wooden curtains. They did stuff differently in the seventies. No, but they oh, they might have had shutters. Yeah, I can't remember if there were shutters or curtains. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and he's like, oh, I miss uh, your mum. Yeah. She was great. And I'm old, girl. I'm going to sit down and... Reminisce, reminisce about everything that happens. And we have a... Yep. It goes... Uh, it flashes we... back. So that present day part is set in 1973. Is it? Okay. Which means that I think the rest of the film... Like, this probably starts in... Well, what would you say? 1950s, maybe earlier. Maybe, yeah, maybe slightly 1940s, earlier. something like maybe that. Maybe the 40s, yeah. Anyway, it's set in Chile, 1940. Flashbacks mm. to when uh, the mum, the mum of Winona Ryder, who was the character, mm. helping her dad into the house. Flashes yep. back to when her mum originally met her dad. Yeah. So in this scene, I presume in the books, it's like a situation where she's like 10, 11 years old, mm. and he's like. 16, 17. Yeah. Which is only like a five year difference. It's not bad. In the movie, yeah. she's like six and he's like, because the actor's like an older actor, right? Yeah. And you mentioned this in the last movie. You had a problem with like uh, Jim yeah. and how old he was. And I was like, nah, it's all right. They never stress the point. They never point this out. Mm. And it's like a comedy movie. They can get away with this. This is neither. And he, <laughs> the actor... Is older and they try and make him look younger, but he still looks like at yeah. least 26, oh, yeah. 27 something. So there's like a 20 year age difference yeah, at it, the very start. It definitely looks like that. It, uh, the age difference gets smaller and smaller as we go along. Yeah, and as it but goes along, there's the effect. To, yeah. to start off with. Which is real with. weird because in the end, she dies before him <laughs> with a 20 Spoilers, years age yeah. difference. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so it turns out that. Him, played by Jeremy Irons, of course, was originally engaged to uh, the characters who becomes Meryl Streep, her older sister. He's there to marry uh, the the main lady's older sister. Yeah. But and she's like, oh, when I first saw him, I knew that I would marry him. Yeah. Even though he was engaged to my sister. Yeah, that's... That, that forebodes well, little mm-hmm. girl. Don't mm. think about that too hard. Don't think about it. Yeah, um, and then it's shown that she has psychic powers. She has psychic powers. We're shown by her moving a vase with her mind. Yeah, her powers are like really weird because at no point do they explain anything. She just got spiritual powers. That's all they say. Yeah, and then she just does stuff. She does stuff. Uh, The people. Uh, in the place where they live are like, these powers, I wonder if they can predict the future. So they basically start trying to get advice from uh, this character, Clara. Yeah, or there's like one guy, it's like, why why is my wife upset? And she's like, oh, because you haven't been paying enough attention to her, mm. or you've been doing this thing that she doesn't like. Oh no, and then there's like a lady that's like, why doesn't my husband love me? And she's like, your perfume lady you cover yourself in lavender and he hates it yeah yeah just stop yeah which was i i, I felt kind of great and she was like oh <laughs> ah, all right yeah but then yeah trouble arises when she predicts that someone in their family is going to die yeah and she's like ah, someone's gonna die someone's gonna die and uh yeah. quite timely that yep. evening they're all sitting around the table. They've all got a glass of brandy. Mm. And they toast. Uh, 
yeah, the father's like a diplomat or some crap. So he pulls up the glass. He's about to toast for this negotiating thing. But he's like, you know what, daughter? Here, you're, you should toast. Yeah. Because you're getting married soon or whatever, you know, or some crap. Mm. Uh, and so she toasts, she takes a drink, and then she's collapsed. Yeah. Completely toasted. Now, at first I was like, was it poisoned? Yeah. Or should you just not give kids brandy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Giving kids brandy is fine. So, no, 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 no. Like you say, took, took one sip and was like, "Whoa, I'm drunk." Collapsed. I'm drunk immediately. Dies. No, uh, uh, no, it's poison. Yeah, it, it is poison. Yeah. Um, good to know that people in '94 were against kids drinking strong alcohol. Good mm-hmm. to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not a message they were sending at all. Uh, that was saying, "Don't poison." Don't poison it. No. Yeah. Uh, so Clara thinks that because she came up with that prediction that she, uh, not necessarily directly, but she is responsible yeah, for the yeah, daughter's death. Yeah, she takes death. the blame for it. There's also, like, a weird scene where she goes and sees her, like, sister's corpse. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, naked on a table. And it's like, whoa, okay. Mm. That is a naked and decapitated body as they're, like, searching yep. it up. That's in the movie. I'm like, whoa, okay, that's... That's a weird scene to just have. You see them open up her stomach and take out stuff. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty graphic. Anyway, um, so she, she's like, you know what? I'm not going to speak ever again. Never, I'm ever again. I'm going to be mute. Yep. Bam. And then uh, just in the nick of time, Jeremy Irons returns home uh, from wherever he was and was like, yeah. yo, what up? Where's my wife? Woo, we're going to get married. And oh, she's dead. That, yeah. That's a bummer. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go live with my parents and sister them yeah so he does that we leave uh clara's family for about 20 minutes focus on this other character jeremy irons yeah so So he's living with his sister glenn close who's taking care of their mum yeah taking care of their mum having to do like everything for her like even toiletries and stuff it was a very weird scene it was like getting a porta potty i guess that was more common back then just like oh yeah the 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 bedpan under the bed yeah yeah that sort of thing yeah. we don't use that nowadays but that was thankfully. probably more of a <laughs> yeah no <laughs> thankfully but yeah you know just taking that out and just doing house chores sucks mm. to be her the sister gets kind of shafted this whole movie the, yeah the sister uh, although she is weird just a little creepy yeah not a little very creepy we'll get to that anyway um so so he's like not nah, not enjoying this. I've got money, and he buys a farm. Yep. He shows up. Mm-hmm. You look around. Land's great. The locations yep. in this film are really beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, but there is a moment where he finds the farm that he bought. Yep. And he opens the door, except instead of opening, he touches it, and the door falls down and yeah, splits yeah. in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the classic, <laughs> like, uh, this is a rundown sort yeah. of place. But, like, way over the top. Yeah. Why yeah. does the door have to split? To- have you ever, like, been to a place where a door would just split in yeah, two no, by itself? No, I haven't, because I haven't gone to a rundown enough place. Doors don't perfectly split in two. <laughs> yeah, no. But, like, it's a classic movie trope. So. Yeah. I take issue with this one, though. I'm fine with it. I don't <laughs> care about this door. Look, this I know door, you're like, a very just door me. fanatic. I'm a door fanatic. I love my doors. I don't care. Look, the door had it coming. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really? Look, that's just my opinion, alright? Door oh. had it coming. Door deserved it. Oh, that, uh-huh. that poor door. <laughs> so, uh, he talks with the locals and he's like, well, I own this place now, so can you work for me? Yeah. And all that. And so, like, they uh... start a farm up. There, there's a bit of a, uh, a dark scene yeah, uh, where he uh, assaults a lady, uh, which comes back a lot in the film because uh, it causes a pregnancy. Yes. But it's, a, it's very dark. That's not really, like, the wife knows about it. Cause yeah, she's, they she never tell, really she's go psychic, into But, like, she still loves him and thinks she's a, he's a good man. He's not really shown at all as a good person. Obviously, because... in the books, there's something that makes him better. But in this whole film... Just kind of an asshole. Yeah, he's running the farm for roughly twenty years. Cuts yep. like roughly twenty years later. Yeah, it's a bustling farm. He's so very productive. rich now. Well, he's rich, but mm. he's not rich with friends. 
because everyone at the farm hates him. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Because it's uh, all these, like, minority workers mm. that he's treating real bad. This is the undertone that I like in this movie. Mm. Is there's this subplot of, like, racial minorities getting fair treatment, finally. Yeah. Which is, like, a fantastic plot point, which was uh, a very cool plot. Which I guess is why this book's, like, a real good book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not really touched on enough, I feel. And it's um. really sad that it... It is yeah. touched on a bit. I'm just saying it wasn't touched on enough. Yeah, fair. I think should have yeah. been even more of a plot point because I really liked that part of the movie. Yeah, because that is something that happened. Um, yeah, and that is like what inspired the book. But mm. I think maybe if it was more focused on that rather than oh, it's a family, look at their issues. Yeah, it could have been a better film. I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, so Jeremy Irons he goes back uh, to stay with his sister for a little bit yeah just because to visit uh, the parent has died and yeah. he's like well I should probably go to the funeral yeah and the sister's like uh, mom's died I'm finally free to do stuff yep. hey can I come live with you and he's like nah nah you can't live with me but then mm. at the funeral he sees none other than Clara and he's like huh Maybe I'll marry Clara. <laughs> yeah, no, it's real weird the way he says it. Because there's a little thing. I didn't write down the quote. I should have. But it's like, if I can't have the first daughter, I should have the second or something <laughs> like exactly that. exactly what he says. It's yeah, literally yeah. on those lines, and it's real creepy. Like, oh, like, that's how they did things, but... Ugh. Yeah. No. And the whole marriage situation is real weird, because it's it's mm. like an arranged marriage sort of thing. Yeah. To get the money and power stuff, which... Not great anymore these days but a lot no. more common back then yeah anyway although it is set in the 40s they were doing exactly. that in the 40s yeah again and then that's i think a point with this movie is this movie's like an old-fashioned movie for the time it came out oh yeah it's like featuring this old-fashioned thing the movie is trying to point out that they're old-fashioned and we should move forward yeah which is great it's just a little bit like whoa these were a thing back then yeah that's kind of messed up yeah so yeah uh, so he goes over, he talks to Clara, now played by Meryl Streep in Young Makeup, mm. and is like, um, how's it going? And she talks! She opens yeah. her mouth for the first time in 20 years. She's like, hey fam, how's it playing? <laughs> and the, and her yep. family's like, whoa, she talked! Whoa, what happens? Ah, she crazy. talked to this guy, guess that means he's got married. <laughs> yep, guess that's a marriage done. Mm. Bam, marry them off. Uh, before they get married, she meets up with Glenn Close and is like, Hey, why don't you come live with us? Yeah, we'll be the best of friends because yep. I see it in our future. Yep. And the sister's real happy. She's like, Yay, I get yes. a family to be with. So they all get married. They move to the ranch. Send them to the ranch. And um, because Clara's now talking again, yep. uh, her powers are becoming more and more prominent. Yes. There's a well, point where like she moves a table. Yeah, no, she... Uh, Obviously, her powers have been there. She's just not using them mm. as much, or we don't focus on them. And then there's more of this focus on her powers. She's moving things. Yeah. Yeah. And then the sister's being all creepy. Yeah. There's this whole subplot where the sister's, like, got a crush on her, but she's not doing anything. No. She's just got this crush. And the the guy knows that she has this. Oh, yeah. But she's not being... She's not doing anything horrible. She's just being a creep. That's a bad plot as well. Yeah, it comes back a little bit later. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, then, um, main lady, she gets pregnant. Yep. With a baby. Woo, baby time. And she's like, oh, I wish my parents could come over and I could tell them the good news. Yep. So, the parents come to visit. They're taking uh car over. And there's this... This whole scene's just I insane. love this scene. It's I love insane. this scene so much. It's crazy. So she gets a vision of them driving there. Yeah. And her dad drives too fast and too crazily or some crap. Mm. Uh, and the brakes don't work all of a sudden. And there's yeah. a train. And there's a huge crash where the train crashes into them. And there's a giant explosion where giant blood goes explosion. everywhere. Limbs flying Fly all off. over the place. It's like, why is this so graphic? What is this... It it's insane. It comes out of nowhere. So yeah. far, this has been like a small, you know, we're a family living in the olden times and we're doing old stuff. And then there's this explosion, limbs are flying, bloods everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the lady's head goes flying. Yeah, her mum's head goes flying. And then we get it's an entire insane. scene where the police, I guess, come over to inform uh, the family that the parents have died. 
and they're like, we can't, we can't do an open casket funeral. There's no head. Yeah, we can't find the head. And she's like, real bummer. I've got psychic powers, and she uses her powers to find <laughs> yeah, the head. You find the head of her mum, and it's like, what is going on? Why is this a plot point in the film? Why? Why is this in? I really enjoyed it. It, it was like a really just stupid moment. It was so random. I wonder if it's in the book. No, it's definitely in the book. It's just probably got more context in the maybe. book or something. Well, maybe there's a thing in the book where there's just like a lot of this sort of thing. And because this is the only one that really relates to any of the characters they kept yeah. in. Because if uh, so, I want to read the book and just see like how... Yeah, I really want to see the book and what things this film misses. Yeah. Because there's just so much random stuff <laughs> thrown really into this film with... Which has no reason for being there. This being one of the main ones yeah. that I can think of. Uh, we cut to five years later. The, the baby is born. The baby's like Woo. roughly five years old. And uh, they're at the table. They're having conversations. They're a nice family. Yeah. They all get along. The dad and the daughter are best of friends. Mm. Uh, and then who comes knocking on the door? None other than the uh, worker who he assaulted. Yeah. Uh, She's there with her son. The... Mum of this kid mm, that they yeah. had, yeah, it's like, hey, can you give us some money or something? Because obviously you did this, yeah. And he's like, sure, have some money, go away. I don't want to see you again. Yeah, but the son, and he's like roughly oh, 16, 17, I think. Yeah, yeah something like that. Probably he, younger, like fifteen or something. Yeah, he now knows where you know his biological dad lives, and yeah. so he sneaks over to their house later yeah. that evening, sneaks inside, and uh, we got a real weird scene with him yeah and his um his half sister his half sister yeah and he creeps on her real hard and it's a real uncomfortable scene it's very uncomfortable he's like you smell good and it's like ooh okay alright cut get out of this scene and of course it ends and he's like runs away yeah so yeah real weird comes Mm -hmm. back later because he's just a real weird bloke but anyway Uh, we finally get a name for the the kid who later grows up to become Winona Ryder, her name's Blanca. Ah. And she's got a friend called Pedro who uh, grows up to become Antonio Banderas. Mm. And, uh, and they go swimming. Wow. They changed his name and everything. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they lose the kids, though. Yep. Clara's back at home and it's like, I don't know where they are. I can't, I can't find so. them. And yep. she can't use her powers to find them because they don't want to be found. It's like one of the few moments where we get some explanation of how some of her powers work. Yeah. But nothing else throughout the film. It's just so, one bit. It feels a bit contrived in this movie. Yes. You know what? It probably happened in the books like there was something else that stressed that she can't find things mm. that don't want to be found. And then later on this happened and they don't need to explain that, which would have been a better like way of doing things yeah, yeah but it's a movie so they cut that bit out anyway. maybe that's the problem with adaptations yeah no that it, like it have feels to like follow a very, the book yeah it feels like yeah. a very adaptation sort of thing to happen i'm a fan of adaptations that change everything because then it's its own story the yeah new pet cemetery mm. uh changes so much about the original really? book and okay, that's why well, it's go. way better than the original adaptation which is just the book, but not as good. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, they send their daughter off to uh, college, not college, uh, boarding school. Boarding school. Yeah. She comes back from boarding school as when unknown a writer. Quote. Yeah, she comes back and then she meets up with her friend Pedro, now played by Antonio Banderas. Yeah, they're having a secret meetup now yeah. because and they're they like. Ah, oh, finally, we are here, we are here. Oh, I thought I was going to die at that school. <laughs> yeah, which isn't great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, very melodramatic, it's fine. I guess if she's like 17, it makes sense. Yeah, no, That's no, what no. you think when you're 17. Look, look when you're 17, dude, I've heard that from so many people. Yeah. Literally saying those words. So. I thought I was going to die in school. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, look, it's a fun quote. It's a anyway, fun quote. Anyway, um, then we have some, like, political guys get... Uh, the father involved with politics they're like hey you you're a powerful guy with a lot mm. of money you should get into politics and he's like nah I don't wanna but then they're like you should and he's like you know what you've convinced me yep. with the second line so I'm gonna get into politics and uh, as soon as he does that the, the workers are like we need rights you know what you know what we don't really 
have rights. No, no. We need we need some rights up in here. Yeah. Get those rights. Get those workers' unions up. So Pedro, yes. Yeah, so Pedro confronts Jeremy Irons and he's like, "Hey, give us rights, or we'll stop working." And he's like, "Nah, you're right." And then they're like, "Oh, okay." So they're like, oh, "Bit of a bummer." Ah, oh, well, we'll try again later. Yeah. Then there's like a uh, earthquake. Hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I got to check on my wife. Make sure she's okay." comes back and finds that the sister is like with the wife in bed not yeah. like sleeping together or no, anything no, no. just like comforting her yeah and he gets all angry at this point i'm kicking you out yeah. how do you girl and she's like no please don't, no, do, don't this. do that i curse you yeah which i wrote down because i thought it was gonna become a plot point but it didn't no i'm sure um, in the books it there's something yeah. like that where then, it's um, focused on how he gets more miserable after that yeah. but like yeah so she's out she's out uh and that upsets everybody else because they're like oh why did you kick her out and he's like Mm. i don't care it's for our family blah 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 yeah it sort of turns into the relationship issues section of the film it can be portrayed well but like here it was pretty bland and it sort of dragged a bit it was meh then pedro yeah you know he 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 starts rallies the workers again yeah he starts up a big speech thing he gets all the workers in he's he's rallying Mm. the people he's he's putting out this speech this inspiring speech and stuff he's like a real leader and all that yeah like whoa but his plans get stopped short and he gets a lashing yeah and he gets uh no 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 No. i don't want to pay more money to the workers Mm. so gives them a whipping and he's like, you banished, get out. Yeah, get out of here. Get out. And when Underwriter's like, no, no, I'm going to meet him in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, we have a scene where they're <laughs> eating at the table. Yep. And the sister comes back. And I, mm. I wrote down, I was like, oh, the sister's back? The sister's back? Oh, nope, she's dead. Yep. Uh, yeah, I it's just a vision. I can't remember how it was filmed. But it seemed like everyone at the table noticed. Yes. But then when you realise that she's a ghost, yeah. only Clara noticed. No, I, I, I got a different vibe. Okay. I, think, I think everybody noticed because of her powers or something, she was projecting the spirit maybe, into them. Oh, maybe. And then it suddenly disappeared and they're all like, what? Mm. And then she goes over to the sisters to find the dead body. Yeah, and she's dead. I, I did notice, um, which was just a thing that was out of the movie, I was like, hey... The lady who's playing the dead lady, she, uh, I saw her breathe. <laughs> and I was like, ah, you silly Billy, I saw you breathe. That's and then you were instantly just lady. drawn out of the film. Yeah, no, it's like... That was your, um, that was your door moment. Yeah, 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 that was, that was my door moment <laughs> when I saw the corpse breathe. I was like, ha, the actor breathed yeah. playing a corpse. You idiot, that's not what you're supposed to do. Then we have another scene where yep. Pedro's doing his thing. The dad comes and shoots at him, so he runs off. Yeah, there's just this rising tension. The workers are, like, fed up, but he's like, I'm not paying you more. Get, what are you talking about? Uh, then the wife is talking about it, and um, he talks about how he doesn't want the races to mix or something. It's something very racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, well, you already mixed the races, didn't you? Because of the whole thing before, and he's like... What did you say? And hits her. Yeah. And she's like, well, you're hitting me. Yeah. I'm never talking to you again. Never talking to and you again. And he's like, again. no, wait. Yeah. So it's a pretty dark scene. It's a yeah. pretty he- heavy yeah. scene. Immediately after that, uh, Blanca sneaks out of home, goes yep. up to meet up with Pedro, and uh, he sees them, grabs his gun, yeah, yeah, runs yeah. down. Uh, I think yep. by the time he arrives, Pedro's already escaped, though. Gotten out of there, yeah. you know chase the gun and he has to run away um. anyway when they return home Clara's like we're, we're leaving yeah we're out of here yeah. which is like good on her yeah getting out of that awful relationship so they leave uh, the film then jumps forward maybe like four yeah. or five years and I have to say at this point they're doing a good job on the uh, aging of the actors definitely cause like Making them look younger was, like, a lot harder than making them look older, I feel. Yeah. And they do a really good job with the makeup and other stuff to make them look older and stuff. So it's pretty realistic after this point. Yeah. But before, it was, like, a thing that took me out of the movie. Now it's, like, a thing that brought me back into the Mm. movie. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think Pedro, he, like, throughout the 
five-ish year gap, he's still making trouble. He's still, you know, trying to rise up the workers. And then the uh, bastard son comes back and it's like, hey, do you know where Pedro is? Mm. And he's like, no. Well, everyone does, except you. Yep. So how about I tell you and you give me that reward money? And the dad's like, yeah, sure. I'll give you that reward money. Let's go shoot him. And mm-hmm. they go over and try and shoot him, but he misses. Yep. Point blank. Ye- oh, yeah. It's another one of those situations where they sneak up, but have to say something before shooting them. Yeah. To alert them so that they can then escape. Yeah, it's it was very a classic, classic movie scene. Classic trope. I think every film we've done that involves some sort of violence, we've seen it so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the very classic annoying. action scene. Anyway, his... The daughter gets pregnant with Pedro's son. Oh, yeah. Oh, a daughter, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, he comes begging the wife for forgiveness, and he's like, hey, can you at least me hang around, see my, my granddaughter? Yeah, and so they pretty much become a family again, except yeah, which... she's... Clara's still not talking to him. She's yeah, using, like, maids I, I'm pretty down with her, because she doesn't talk to him ever again. No, no. She commits to this, and I, I can respect that. Mm-hmm. I noticed that um, when the grandchild's born shortly after this, it's the same actress who played their kid. Yeah, which I thought was uh, pretty clever. Yeah. Pretty, pretty clever way of using the same actor. Because, you know, they're all related. They all look the same sort yeah, of thing. That's makes cool. sense. Yeah, pretty good. Makes sense. Uh, I was I was alright with that. I thought mm. it was a pretty clever way of doing it. Yeah. They definitely have their issues. So yeah. Blanca very much disagrees with his uh conservative views because he is now a politician he's like the lead conservative politician yeah he's super important speaking of which there's like elections and stuff happening Mm. you know the government but the conservatives lose they lose they do indeed lose as soon as they lose yeah his other son shows up and is like dad i need money i want to join the army he's like son i respect that you want to join the army Mm. I'm a little annoyed that the conservatives lost more people in the army. The better, here's some money, go join the army. Yep. I bet that's not going to come back to yep. hurt him. It certainly does. Then it's Christmas. Yep. The grandmother, spirit lady. Yep. Uh, she's dying. She dies pretty much instantly. Yeah, yeah. She realizes is... that she's about to die. Five minutes later, dies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty like, oh, she's. Yeah. Cut to the funeral, which was well shot, but you picked up something. Yeah, there's a weird thing. Where it's like the funeral go- goers, there's like this effect that turns them into generals. Right. So, clearly they're not in dress uniform at the funeral or something, mm. but they're all generals and they all know him, the the main dad. They're, they're yeah. like all friends of him or whatever. And they're all giving him the nod that, you know, it's time for action. Yeah. It's time for a military coup. Uh, which, uh, what happens? Which is what happened. Uh, the military coup happens, the army rise up, they roll out, they're taken prisoners, they're burning the books. Yeah. Uh, the conservative party are like, when they completely t- take over the country, we'll back them. Yeah. They'll become our Be military. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is really interesting because um, Chile, of course, pretty close to where the area around where yeah. my dad was born. Yeah. This is the reason why uh, they came to Australia. Because of the sort go. of stuff. Fun fact. And I was like, oh, like, how's that? Because the military occupation of Chile isn't something that people really talk about. So, like, yeah, it's really yeah. interesting it's, to, uh, yeah, to learn about it. And and it's, like, a key feature of this movie. Mm. It's, like, a big plot point. So it's a, it's a really interesting subject to sort of have a look at. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the army, they go over to where Blanca is living. Yeah, Blanca and Pedro are, like, hanging out there now, you know... Like meeting up, yeah, you know, in secret, because he's like the liberal, like sort of revolutionist guy yeah, yeah. who started this whole liberal movement. He's like the key leader and stuff. So the military are trying to look for him mm. to, you know, ask him kindly to keel over and die. Yeah, very kindly, and uh, I mean very kindly. Please, yeah. sir. <laughs> Please, sir. Would you kindly just die so that our military coup can have no opposition? Oh, sir. You well look. You make a fair you point. You make a fair point. Usually, I wouldn't. But but because you are so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um. So they discover where he's hiding. There's this big chase scene. Mm. Pedro is like 
running around the house for finds a good hiding spot probably in like the basement i think yeah yeah he hides like in the he off. hides in the basement yeah the daughter goes up to the dad and says hey pedro is hiding in the basement mm. and the dad's like you what <laughs> i refuse to help him what are you doing and then the military comes in yeah. and he's like what are you doing i'm an important mm. conservative party yeah. member and they're like i helped back the coup mm. and they're like Nah, yeah. stuff you old man. We're nah, taking your daughter. We're taking your daughter because she's in leagues with the big guy. And he's like, I may have made a slight mistake trusting the army. Yep. Uh, so she is being interrogated about where Pedro is. And yep. the guy interrogating her is none other than the son. Yeah, the, the son half-brother. Guy. Half-brother yeah. dude. And so, he is a jerk. Yeah, no. He, he like, tortures her and, like, real bad dude. Yeah, so, terrible dude. Uh... Those scenes, though, shot, directed, really well. They were yeah, no, they were really, really well directed scenes. Yeah, and yeah. it's like real, like whoa. Yeah, there's a scene where she is in jail. Yep, she's locked up, and the lighting in particular was really well done. Yeah, it she was, was cool. Yeah, she was like lying down on the ground, really like battered and bruised up. Yeah, and there's a spotlight uh, from the top of the prison shining down on her. Everything else is shrouded in darkness. The brother, and it's all in like one like wide shot. Yeah. The brother opens the door and is like, "You better tell me what's going on." It's yeah. shot really, really well. Uh, then her mum comes in ghost form yeah, to give like, her the power. <laughs> Yo, fam. Mm-hmm. Direct quote from the movie. Pretty much. And yep. so she's like, "You know what? I won't keel over and die. I'll have some food." But she does. Yeah, she gets the energy. Meanwhile, yeah. Jeremy Irons, and this is my main issue with the film, mm. starting to become sympathetic. Yes, they, he does like a redemption arc. Yeah. But I feel like there was moments in the book where he's had like redeeming moments, like mm. maybe with the workers, he's helping the workers or something. Maybe, um, you know, later on with the politician stuff, he's like fighting against these reforms that would cause a lot of harm to a lot of people. Yeah. Like... There's all these things which could be in there, but are not shown in the movie. Yeah. And this is so, his one redeeming moment, but that doesn't really make him a nice character yeah. in this movie. It just kind of comes out of nowhere. It doesn't feel natural or realistic. He's just, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, you know what? I feel for you, Pedro. Uh, I feel it. it's a bit more natural because of the... The reason he's flipping the script in this situation mm. is because his daughter's been captured and stuff, and he's yeah. realised that yeah. he's been a big jerk. But it's still un- unrealistic. He doesn't really yeah. care about his kids, though, which which we've already seen at this point. Oh, so he does. He does. I don't he does know. Care. I don't that know. was like the main motivation for him coming over to his wife was like, "Hey, That's I true. want to see my That's grandkids true. and stuff." You know. Um. Anyway. So, yeah. He, he helps Pedro. I think he takes him, smuggles him to Canada. He does, yeah. To, to get him out of this sort of situation and stuff. Yeah, he smuggles him to Canada, yeah. uh, which is nice of him. The army, they drop off Blanket in the middle of nowhere. She walks home. Yeah, so uh, the father pulls some old connections, yeah. gets, gets her home. Blanket comes back and is like, oh, you helped. You actually helped Pedro. That's really nice of you. Yep. I You're finally nice forgive guy. you yep. as a parent. Figure. You may now see my grandchild. Here is your grandson. And then they uh, go visit the farm. Yep. And they're like, hey, it's the farm. It's and the it's farm. the start of the movie again yeah. where she's like bringing him. And he's like, oh, I miss my wife. I miss my wife. I'm going to reminisce and the movie starts all over again. Yep. Uh, uh, and then it keeps repeating for forever. <laughs> forever. No, but then uh, then he dies off and sees a vision of his wife, and that's sort yeah. of the end of the movie. That is the end of the film, The House of the Spirits. That's what it so is. So there you go. A pretty long film as well. It was about yeah. two hours. Oh, it was a real long film. Yeah. I was surprised at how long this film was. Yeah, what did you think? Honestly, a uh, bit long, mm-hmm. just in general, as a film. Like, two hours is a long film, so you have to captivate me for, like... All of that film, otherwise I'm going to get bored. Unfortunately, yeah. didn't quite for me. Okay. Uh, there was a few bits that like got me into the film, and I don't think it's like a bad movie. It's mm. just just slightly below average. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It is a fairly average period drama. 
Yeah. Um, there's not much that sets it apart. I guess maybe the cast. It's a surprisingly large Yeah, yeah. Cast. And I so. liked the actors, and I thought they did a really good job, and all the effects were pretty good. I, but I just felt it, it's an oldie for me. Okay. Very specifically because I feel it could be done better nowadays. Whenever I think of a movie and go either an oldie but a goodie, mm. I think of could it be done better nowadays? And I feel like it could be done better by... As you said, like, changing the movie up to make it a better movie rather yeah. than trying to flimsily follow the story. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think maybe even a miniseries would be good. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. To do to everything. just get everything in. Well, that's the problem with books to movies. Yeah. It's never quite going to be the same, and you just have to try and figure out the nice balance of having it the mm. same as the book, and also different so it's good as a standalone movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I do agree. It's... I'm always kind of weird with period dramas. Either they capture me right from the start and I'm on board for the whole thing, mm. or I just get bored and can't be yep. bothered. Um, so this is somewhere in the middle of that. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. I feel like it's not an awful film, and it's sad that I feel like I'm probably going to give it an oldie, just because it could have been a lot better. Yeah, it, it definitely could have been better. There was I a think, whole lot um, of things, and I feel like it was good in places. Yeah. It's just... It's not quite for me. It's also mm. like... An old movie that feels like it was old back when it was released. It definitely tried to go back to the style of filmmaking from the 60s. Yeah, and, and I 50s. feel like that's the point. They went for that vibe. Yeah. And I feel like that's good. The problem is, on top of that, they have the it being an old movie nowadays mm. for us. And that combined with it also trying to be an old movie just sort of stacks up and it just it doesn't help it, yeah. unfortunately, which is unlucky for it. Also, yeah. you're right. I did like the period piece on like the whole war and coup. Mm. That, at that point, the movie really picked up for me. Definitely. I was like, I got real interested. I was like, oh, crap, there's a military coup going on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm back in. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to give it an oldie. It's like the... The high end of an oldie for me, I think. That's fair. I do have to go for an oldie with this one as well. It is a shame. It is a shame. I wasn't expecting that much from it, though. I'm not necessarily disappointed. Mm. I'm just like, I'm glad that I watched it. Like, Yeah. I think it's the first oldie that that we've done so far that I'm glad that I watched. Yeah. Whereas all the others are just nothing movies that have nothing I want to go back to. Aside from maybe Cabin Boy. Like, that was just like a <laughs> Yeah, because that was just a... T- that, that was like... They were having drugs when they yeah. were making that film. Uh, which is great. Um, I don't know. With this film, specifically for me, I'm just like... Eh, it's just another oldie for me. Yeah, fair. Oh, well. yeah. Which means that that brings us to the end of this episode. If you have seen The House of the Spirits, maybe if you had to read the book for school... Oh, yeah, that's Please true. get in touch with us. I want to know what the yeah, book's leave, like. Yeah, leave a comment. Like, if you've... If you've seen the movie and read the book, tell mm. us what we missed. Or, like, just listening to this podcast, anything we missed that was in the books yeah. that was, like, super important or, like, yeah. made a point of all these things. Like, how's the dad in the books? Is he all right? Yeah. I'm not sure. So, yeah. Is he actually us, redeemed? We'll see. Yeah. Leave yeah. us a comment on our YouTubes, um, on our yeah. iTunes, on the- our Spotify's, on our SoundClouds, except do we do that? that we don't have a SoundCloud. And Damn it. YouTube is messing up and won't let me publish stuff. I'll really? sort that out. Yeah, they sort that out. But yeah. But yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us. The email address is uh, oldiebuttagoodypod at gmail.com. Mm. Just copy and paste what's written in the episode description. Uh, the Facebook page is there as well. You can message us there, or you can message us both on Instagram. Um, we'll both try and read it. Uh, yes. I, I don't check my messages that often. Yeah, not on, on Instagram. not on Instagram. That's a weird um, place to look for images. Yeah, uh, messages. But yeah. messages. If you, you get in contact with us on Facebook, yeah, get back go. to you. Uh, if you like the show, tell a friend. That helps out. Yep. Um, we're slowly expanding. It's great. It's funny yep. that seventy percent of our audience is from America. It's good. Hey, well, Americans love the yep. podcasts, and I can't blame them. Can't when blame they're them. So bad. I good as this one. <laughs> Wink. We are mainly doing American films as well. That's true. Which That's true. some friends have brought up. They're like, "Why don't you do some foreign films?" <laughs> it's more like if we were going to go to your average everyday cinema yeah. every week in '94, and we're 
faced with the new releases, yeah, these are the ones you'd see. Yeah, these are the ones we'd see. We we might check out some yeah. some uh, foreign film. Well, technically, this is a foreign film. The one that That's we true. did. That's the true. director and the authors and everything aren't American. So yeah. So there you go. Anyway. Uh, next week, Zach, it's your choice. All right, what do we got? You got four choices. Yep. And they are all over the place. Okay. All Your right. first choice for next episode is Cops and Robbersons. What? Cops and Robbersons. Is that is that really what it's called? It's what it's called. That is the worst. It's about Chevy Chase. He's a police officer and he needs to find a crime boss mm-hmm. whose last name might be Robbersons. <laughs> is that really? <laughs> That's so bad. Your other choice. Uh... Surviving the game. What? Rapper Ice T uh-huh. is a no, poor man. Out. He's a we're poor out. man. We're done. He gets in touch with s- some hunters who are like, "Come stay in this woods for uh-huh. a night, and we'll pay you a lot." Okay. And then he does, and then p- people go and hunt him. I, Choice number two. I like Ice T. The drink. I just like Ice T. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, like I like him in family movies because he's actually rather funny. Choice number three: Serial Mum. What? What is that? It's about a mum uh-huh. who's also a serial killer. What? But everyone thinks she's just an everyday mum. It's uh it's directed what? it's directed by That's... John Waters. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And your fourth choice, White Fang 2, Myth of the White Wolf. <laughs> what? That's the whole name. Is that another sequel? It's a Disney movie about a kid and his dog. Another, uh, yes, you're right. Another uh, Disney movie boy. from 1994 about a kid want, and his dog. I want to see Serial Mom because that is most definitely sounds like an amazing thing. Uh, cool. So let's go watch it and then immediately record an episode. Woohoo! We're going to do yep. that. Uh, we do always end with our favorite quotes from the film we just saw. Mmm, you smell good. It's oh, creepy. <laughs> yeah, out no. of context, it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. But I thought we were all going to die at this school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. right. We'll catch you later. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.